Hi, I'm Brianna Guntz, and this is Music Wave. Welcome back to the Singleton series. With me today, I have the Bloomington-based Connor McLaren. So the last time we talked, you were getting ready to record your debut album. What was that like? It was amazing. I got to bring my brother Alec along, so that was a really great plus to have him be there for four weeks of just, you know, us making music every single day, recording songs that I wrote. And if there was stuff that needed some help, then the producer would kind of do that. I mean, it was just working like nine to five every single day recording and just a great time hanging out at Ben's place and getting to work with Lil Dan and just the four of us just recording the whole album. and. It was magical. It's something I'll never forget. I have a book right here that has like a log of every single day. And I was writing about like what I was feeling and what we did that day. Whenever I listen to it, it's weird. Ben told me when it was done, like whenever you listen to this, you'll think about recording it. You won't think about writing it. So I'm so grateful I got to do it and really thankful that he let me, you know, be who I wanted to be. And I think we made a really great record that I think a lot of people are gonna like. I'm very excited to get it released in like eight months. One of the things you previously mentioned that you were struggling with was balancing being in school and being a musician because music was what you wanted to do, but the timing wasn't right. Have your feelings with that changed? Now I'm out of school, I dropped out. I'll go back, I think, eventually. I'm gonna wanna get a math degree, that was my major. It's pretty nice to just know this is kind of all I have to focus on. That kind of really set in when we were like driving to Wisconsin or like Minnesota and playing in front of big crowds and everyone being pretty receptive to it to kind of go, this feels like it's not a ridiculous thing to just drop out of school for anymore. I would say my attitude's kind of now like, give it a couple years. If it, this doesn't work out, then I'll go and get my degree and join all the other mathletes at NASA. Do you have a favorite part of the recording process for that album? Ben's process is different than anybody else I've worked with, and it's the easiest process I would say to work in. He just keeps it so simple and he won't add anything unless the track is ungodingly needing it. So it's pretty easy to kind of go, that doesn't feel like it's amazing, so we shouldn't add it to the song. And I guess that was really unique. My favorite part was definitely before we recorded the songs though. I know that sounds weird, but it was either that or after we were done. Just because before me and Ben got to sit there and I got to plan the whole album and just kind of go, I think this could happen here. You know, I have this in my head for these songs and kind of telling them about the songs and my story. I don't know, there's something really intimate about sharing that creativeness with someone. And I'm glad I had the ability to do that with him because I've never been able to really do that with someone else. But I felt like I could trust him and I'm glad I did because the result is something amazing. Were there any challenges with recording that you didn't expect? I would say the challenges I definitely ran into is some melodic stuff. Like I like to, when I sing, a lot of my recordings will be different takes every single time. Ben said it's kind of my inner Bob Dylan coming out because he never can sing the same thing the same way. So something that was a little difficult to work on is Ben would choose something from the first verse sometimes and he'd be like, I really like that you need to do that on the second verse and I'd never done it before. And having to suddenly have to create something new melodically on the spot took a little bit of getting used to, but 
Now I'm really grateful I went through it, all the challenges, obviously. And a big part of it is just being a good hang in the studio, being someone that, you know, is enjoyable to be around because if you're not having fun with everyone around you, even if it's not music, music isn't gonna come out the way it should. I would say, yeah, the vibe and just, I'm not as good of a singer as I probably should be yet, but I feel like I'm better now than I was before I recorded the album. It's an ongoing challenge. I had to accept at that point, I needed to stop focusing on improving and just make the album which was a little difficult to do. This was not a time to learn as much. It was more of a time to perform and make sure that the result was going to come out the way I wanted it to. And that was kind of difficult to accept. Everything I've been working up to make this album great, I was done improving upon, which is like a weird, damn, I want to keep improving. I don't want to stop. And that album is still unreleased. Do you have a date for when that will come out? We have a ballpark one. We have a fictional one. I don't know if it's set in stone at all yet. We want to see, I think, how a couple more singles do, but it's sometime early next year. We kind of have to get as many people as we can to click on the album because about half of them are going to like it. You've done the hard part of recording and now you just got to play the waiting game. Now I have to do the hard part of marketing. Ben likes to say uh, different hats, and I definitely have a different hat on now than I did before. How do you feel about the hat you're wearing now? I like it more because I have the comfort of knowing I don't have to desperately write the best song that I can write. I have a little bit of a cushion. I would say that's better than whatever work I'm doing. I really love playing live. I wish I could be out there all the time as of now. I get kind of stir crazy when I'm at home, so I like to travel. Even though we were only out for like a month and it was my first time, I just, I felt a lot more at home. So the two singles that you have released, In My Eyes and Just My Mind, why were those the ones that you put out first? Well, we put Just My Mind out just to get some traction going. We wanted to get my numbers just kind of started at least on Spotify and iTunes and have more content for me to post about on Instagram. That was a one song that didn't seem like an actual single, but was like, this could maybe blow up, surprisingly. And it was just, let's shoot this into the dark. And then we always all kind of agreed that the first legit, hey, this is a single, should be in my eyes. It just kind of always felt most me track out of all the singles, the least pop track out of all of the singles we're releasing. And it's just made to sound weird on purpose, which was kind of what my vibe is. It's like psychedelic folk. When we were on tour, one of the bands we were following is this band called Guster. And we were following them around for like four shows. Ben came up with this idea like before I actually was opening for anyone, it'd be really cool if I was following other bands around the country. We followed Guster around Ohio and Chicago and Indiana. And in Chicago was the final show and I got to meet the lead singer. And we talked to him for like 15, 20 minutes and now we're on Guster's radar, I think. And he thought it was really cool we were following them. He was like, it's a brilliant business idea. Apparently he's pretty business savvy. He was just like, he loved the marketing side of like all the content we were releasing and all that stuff. And I don't know, I'm starting to have stories like that pop up more and more where I get to meet really cool people. And Do you have any takeaways from the past two releases that you would put into place for the next release? So for the next one, we made sure that we uploaded it to DSPs well within time for Spotify and Apple Music to review it for playlisting. But I would say just the biggest takeaways are make sure you're proud of what you're releasing. That's the thing I've kind of realized. 
I want to talk about Just My Mind. Can you tell me a little bit about that song? What's it about? What inspired that song? It's a really cool story. I mean, I was 18 years old and I was at Appalachian State in North Carolina. I was going to school there and me and like 10 or 15 friends on my floor were just hanging out, I think smoking some weed and drinking. And I had a guitar out and I was playing for like hours. And then I finally stopped and I was trying to figure out how to play Imagine. I accidentally stumbled into the verse and I was like sitting there and no one else was reacting to it. And I was just like, are you guys hearing this? This is beautiful. I went back into my dorm room. Don't think I was very sober. And I just was like, this song reminds me of traveling because it just felt like that type of song. Like I've been bumming around this country or something like that. And then I switched it from traveling to thinking later just made more sense to say I've been thinking way too long because I deal with anxiety and depression and it was just kind of about that like I've been thinking way too long but still not long enough I just felt like that was the best way to kind of describe anxiety and on the chorus I want to let it go but it's dripping down my spine it's just something you can't really itch and you just eventually accept that it's just your mind and that's okay you talked about how Bob Dylan is one of your biggest inspirations. Last time we talked, you said you knew your music wasn't going to be Bob Dylan, but it wasn't even close. Do you feel like you're close now? Not with the album we put out. I would say I'm starting to write some songs that are a lot closer than I was before. But I would say the album, not so much. There's some songs on it that maybe some other people would say, this is so Dylan or this is so lyrical, but I'm obviously going to think I can do better than what 18 and 19-year-old Connor did. The next song definitely feels that way. I would say the next single that we're releasing, Cliché, is definitely very Dylan. It sounds like an old 60s song, but it's done modernized, and it's really funny. It's a really funny, fun song to just kind of sing along to. Where can we follow you and listen to your music? You can look me up on Spotify or iTunes, Connor McLaren, C-O-N-N-O-R, and then McLaren like the car, but I am not related. My Instagram is it's Connor McLaren, I-T-S, and then same thing, Connor McLaren. Thank you so much for joining me on today's episode of Music Wave. For more episodes, you can listen to Music Wave on all streaming platforms. To stay up to date with what we're working on, check out our social media at MusicWavePod. That's M-U-S-I-C-W-A-V-E-P-O-D. Show your support for MusicWave by becoming a monthly contributor at anchor.fm slash B-R-I-A-N-N-A 824 slash support. Or reach out to us at themusicsurfers at gmail.com to share your comments, feedback, and more. I have been your host, Brianna Guntz. Signing off.